0: Such a tough path bat for show, eh? We just showed how difficult it is to pick the baseball out of the hand of, of Gombert and is a lefty versus lefty, and you're really not seeing and reading this well. Oh! Oh! Way up there! 36. It's time to line them up. Opening lines, line moves, and how money is moving the sports betting market. Line them up with Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio. Get ready to place your bets. Welcome back. BeckQL Daily on the QL Network. It is that time of day to line them up. Joe G, Joe O. We got some college football talk later in the hour. Brett McMurphy of Stadium is going to join us. And then our early look at the Heisman Trophy market coming up later this hour. But Joe, we got a big slate of baseball today, including a doubleheader up in Boston. We lost that, uh, that Red Sox-Blue Jays game yesterday, so we get a doubleheader today um obviously the trade deadline stuff is is kind of looming over these games i've actually had um a listener yesterday tweet me and asking if um because that you saw tyler anderson almost got traded to the phillies last night kind of a marginal fourth start or whatever but, right but they pulled him from the game because they weren't going to start him they were, they were trying to figure out the trade yesterday phillies uh pirates he ended up going to the mariners late last night but the the, the reason for the message i got was do you go with um, Milwaukee tonight? Because all of a sudden it became a bullpen game. You you were on that game, the Andersons yesterday. Yep. It became a bullpen game for Pittsburgh. Uh, the, the Brewers blew up early. They scored a million runs. So the, the idea was right. Like, hey, the starting pitcher for one of these teams just suddenly can't pitch. You could back the other side. You might be able to find some quick value there. Like, hey, they're going up against a bullpen game instead of a starting pitcher. But, like, that kind of stuff happens this week. Guys come off the field. Yep. Trey Turner last night. Ironically, I was seeing some of the, the tweets. Are, are we about to have Hug Watch? Uh, obviously, it cannot be Hug Watch. He tested positive for COVID, so it's the opposite of Hug Watch. But, but yeah, like he came out of the game. And I was wondering, is he getting traded? That's what these next couple of days are, including today.
1: This Washington-Philly uh, series is pretty fascinating. Yeah. The funny part is on this show, I think we've had a bet on this game every single day, and there's a bet I like on this game today. Is this the last one of the series? No, that's a four-gamer. It's a four-gamer? They play an afternoon game tomorrow. By the way, the
0: Phillies were desperate to not start Vince Velasquez tomorrow. They were going to start Tyler Anderson, and now he's a mariner. So I think – Wow. And, and Velasquez kind of new, so he's going to take them out tomorrow knowing and, they don't want him.
1: And just – okay, why is Seattle adding Anderson? I thought we were waving the white towel. Now we're not because players were mad. What's happening?
0: I have no idea what they're doing. Jerry DiPoto is addicted to trades. But let, let's start with the Nationals. Okay. Phillies, You brought it up. Yeah. So we get Patrick Corbin today for the Nationals, who's been bad, 6-9, and nine. With the record, but five seven one ERA is is really the the point there. Five seven one against Zach Wheeler, who's a legitimate Cy Young contender. Um, he's been really good all year. Racks up innings, racks up strikeouts. It's a. I mean, the Phillies are big favorites tonight. Last I saw it, it was Phillies minus two twenty one. Um, that's a big number.
1: It's huge. It's a massive, massive number. I caught uh, the end of the daily tip. Michael Jenkins, big nationals fan. He's all over the Phillies. He's like, run, line them, do whatever (laughs) you got to do. Just jump on the Phillies with Zach Wheeler going up against Corbin. I certainly understand if you don't want to bet on Corbin, but I like to make cases for dogs, especially when you have a price like this, Joe G you said your Phillies minus two twenty. take a step back. Forget about the pitching matchup for a second. Does that go crazy about it? Um, should they be minus 220 over anyone?
0: No, okay. they are the definition of a mediocre baseball team. You know Joe, they've put 100 games out there 50 and 50. They've been exactly 500, 20 times. Yeah, there are 500 baseball teams. so no, I mean, they shouldn't be this much favored over anybody, and, and the nationals are bad, but we're not talking about the you know the Orioles here. They're not
1: that bad. And listen, Corbin, terrible year, cannot defend it, not earning any of his money that, he, that he's getting right now. But against the Phillies, 293 Fip. Not bad. And not shut terrible. Him
0: down, shut him down earlier this year in a game in Washington. Okay. So it's recent success as well.
1: And with a large sample size, Wheeler, how's he done against Washington? Terrible. Pretty bad. They're hitting 305 against him. They have a 373 on base, 842 OPS. Okay, the FIP underlying metrics tell you it hasn't been that terrible. It's just under four, but it's, that's not stud. That's not minus 220 favorite to me. I think we might have to take a shot on the Nationals and uh, think <laughs> at this price, maybe we uh, just just pray for one of those good Corbin games.
0: Yeah, and he did it earlier this year against the Phillies. That's interesting, the angle. I know Trey Turner today, which does impact things a little bit. Obviously, he's going to be out a while. So Nationals-Phillies tonight came through that series. Joe Dodgers-Giants, it's the biggest series of the week. We saw the yeah. first one last night. Giants won this game late on a uh, a, a pretty ridiculous error by Cody Bellinger, 2-1. to
1: one. The thing that jumps out to me with the— why, line... why, why is he playing first base, man? Sorry to cut you off there, but, I mean, that was just—that was ridiculous. Yeah. That's That was a playoff-type atmosphere, uh, a similar score that we're going to see once we get to October, and the guys playing first base— in a big game for you in the division race for the first time all year. And then you had that terrible air.
0: Yeah. I thought all around, it was just like the Dodgers are so good because they're so versatile, but sometimes yeah. they put guys in the in position where they're not really best at like Muncie was at second base in that play and he played it. Okay. But like he kind of, that the place that kind of started weird with Muncie, then it went to Bellinger over through third base. You're right. The Dodgers didn't look poised last night late. The giants were the ones that did. So it's a three game spread in the NL West right now. The giants are up. So, and all these games are gigantic. Yeah. I mean, they, they are gigantic games. Um, let's hear how it happened last night because, I mean, this was potentially a swing game for the division because these teams don't play much more. I think after the series, they have one more series the rest of the season. A little check swing bouncer. Muncy's going to field,
1: and he didn't get Yastrzemski. So now Posey ranges
0: away, and Ballinger
1: throws it so high. Posey will come in to score. Yestrensky over the third. That's how the Giants go ahead.
0: Two to one. Unbelievable. I mean, he threw that ball 40 feet on the third baseman's head. Yeah. That was an unbelievable error. So tonight, Joe, it's uh, Walker Bueller, who you mentioned yesterday as a uh, potential Cy Young winner, if Jacob deGrom continues to miss time. <laughs> Uh, Scalfani, um, I, I,
1: I, feel, I feel the snark there.
0: No, you know what? Actually, after you said it, I looked more at it. Like he is, right? He's he's, he's a tremendous pitcher. Bueller's great. Um, and De Scalfani on the other side, who's been really good. He had one blow up. If you look at De Scalfani's numbers this year, he's a 287 ERA. He gave up 10 runs in a game against the Dodgers in like four innings in May. You take that out, and obviously you can't take it out. But for the most part this year, he's been unreal. Like He's probably pitching a two ERA other than that one. Joe, over under seven and a half in this game. It feels low, mm-hmm. but Bueller, DeSclafani, is I
1: mean, it is it after two one last night? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bueller's been great. He's been great against a lot of teams, but San Francisco in particular, they're not even hitting two hundred against the guy. DeSclafani, I know he's having a really strong season, but he's had his struggles against the Dodgers. They're hitting three sixteen, a nine ten OPS. Uh, this Dodgers roster he's got a 588 eight fit against him I can't back San Francisco even though when you get the Giants at home as a dog at plus 120 there it's always enticing but I can't do it today
0: yeah I agree with you I, I would lean under the seven and a half this could be a really low scoring game but it it, it even though I'm with you on the you know where you'd back them underdogs at home boy it is striking to see the Giants plus 120 at home like there's not it can be many teams in the in, in a long time to Have a, a team that's sixty-three and thirty-seven and you're getting plus one twenty with them at home against anyone. It it's just it it just shows you how good the Dodgers are, even though they're the second place team in this division.
1: Dodgers team total is four. Giants three and a half. What do you think about over four?
0: Yeah, I'd like that for the Dodgers. I also three and a half for the Giants. That feels a I could see the under there. If, yep, if you would go absolutely. seven innings because of one run, and he's done that plenty of times this year. So that should be a fun one tonight. Joe, we get a doubleheader, Blue Jays, Red Sox. So the same matchup as yesterday, Robbie Ray, Garrett Richards. In the second game, it looks like uh, Tanner Houck and uh, and Matts for the Blue Jays. So Ray Richards. Uh, the one thing about the doubleheader, it, it cuts off the fun of the home run props because you're getting less chances yeah. with these guys.
1: Yeah, but maybe it gives us some more value. Uh, what really popped to me, both of these matchups, the Jays have a starter going. Really struggles against these Red Sox lineups really bad. We went over it yesterday about Robbie Ray, his numbers, just brutal, man. 743 Fip, 964 OPS against Boston and Matt, same deal, man. Uh two lefties. Two lefties are going with today. Um, let's see. The Red Sox are hitting 347 against Matt's. This wouldn't uh wouldn't surprise me if this ends up being a Red Sox sweep.
0: Yeah, I could see that as well. Uh so that's that's a fun one all day long with those two teams. So I wanted to hit on this game because I just thought, and I understand why. I mean, San Diego's been really good. Um, they're in they're in a playoff spot. They're at home. But you're getting plus money with Sean Mania against Blake Snell. I know this is Jake Hassan's mm-hmm. bit to, to fade Blake Snell and to say he stinks, which he does. But, I mean, is a way better pitcher. He just he, I mean, he, And he's coming off a really good out. I mean, 11 strikeouts last time. I mean, I'm getting plus money with Sean Mania against Blake Snell.
1: Yeah. I like yeah. that. Got homers from Tatis and Machado last yeah. night. Snell is superb against Oakland. That's probably why. It's and be. and he's had you know when he was in the American League a good a good number of starts against them.
0: But this is a different he's Blake Snell. Phenomenal. But this this yeah, version of Snell is not the even right? even last year or two years ago or the, obviously not the Cy Young version of Blake Snell.
1: I I can't I can't hate that. I don't mind that. Uh, I wonder if they're gonna they're gonna play Moreland tonight. He's 0 for fourteen with six strikeouts against Snell. Yeah, you can't play it.
0: <laughs> like, take a seat. Just take a day off. Man. Unplayable in that one. Yeah. Um, couple of the ones that stood out just looking at the card tonight. We have uh, Giolito, Always interested in, in Giolito, especially when the K props are up against the Kansas City Royals and um, the White Sox here. Do they, they ever play anyone outside the division? I feel like every time we talk about this, it's it's Twins and White Sox, Royals and yeah. White Sox. It, all they play is A Central
1: teams. No surprise. Day one, for the return of Alloy, we're saying, okay, watch out. White Sox might win this one. Maybe jump on some Alloy props. Let's see what they do with him. Uh, it didn't happen in day one, but it happened in day two with the bomb against the Royals.
0: I do believe that Matheny thinks... And maybe justifiably so, alloy doesn't have a stroke yet, but it only needs one at bat to come to him. Like that. Oh, Aloy Jimenez! Do not walk anyone in front of him.
1: Wow! Welcome back. Hi, mom. See you later. Five-three. You know how many times in my life I've basically seen Steve Stone predict a big moment like right before it happens? All his years with the Cubs, and now on the South Side with the White Sox, they were tearing into Matheny last night. They they were on that White Sox broadcast, but Aloy showed up big game two with that three run bomb last night.
0: Yeah, and doesn't it feel like, you know, and you know, at some point Luis Robert might return. Grindall. like the, I'm just so impressed the White Sox keep winning despite like they have not had their full team. I mean, basically all season, and they just win and they win and they do with pitching and starting pitching, and then cope. I watched a little Kopech out of the bullpen last night. His stuff is unbelievable,
1: <laughs> unbelievable. Just wait till he's a starter next year. I'll probably bet him for Cy Young.
0: Yeah, well, you should. You'll get good odds on it. He's he's unreal. Um, a game tonight that does have some meaning, though. The backdrop is so weird. Astros Mariners. Mariners are still right there. Astros obviously leading that division and, and up a pretty good amount. Uh, it's reason It's Kikuchi. Kikuchi's been pretty good, Joe. But yeah. it's Astros against a lefty astros against the lefty my eyes you know immediately jumped to that that that's a good possibility and like what's the psyche out in in seattle are they it's not this?
1: a bad price either
0: no it's not like are, yeah. are, are the mariners like you always wonder like all right most of these days just flow in a baseball season but are the mariners down for a couple of days there's a report in the seattle times someone was throwing things in the clubhouse because they traded away two relievers to the to the houston astros they basically gave up yesterday and then they brought in a fourth starter, and they're like, no, we're trying. But the players know what's up. They're selling.
1: Well, you know, we were curious about it as well, was thinking, okay, they put themselves in a spot where they can't sell, and they started to sell. Mm-hmm. Then they sort of made an ad, I guess. This also okay. isn't just any random reliever. Like, Kendall Graveman has been one of the best relievers in baseball all year. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I think Depoto's probably doing the right thing. Like, they're not going to win anything this year. They're not. They're two years away from all their kids coming
1: up and being really yeah, good. Yeah, but, but it's like, man, that I mean, American they, League is not strong.
0: Right, and they haven't been to the playoffs in 20 years. Like, how do you just tell your team, like, I hate you one out of a wild card. We're trading away one of the best relievers in the game. Sorry, guys.
1: At some point, don't you turn off the franchise mode on the video game? Don't you do that at some point? you have to be in on some season yeah and, and hey we might have a better roster next year but it doesn't mean it's going to line up we might be dealing with tons of injuries who knows what's going to happen the american league could get a whole lot stronger in a year
0: sure i mean well it's not even just like you, you don't have to sell you, don't, you also don't have to buy like no one said they had to go out there and acquire a player and give yeah. up prospects but to sell yesterday that was that stood of anything quickly that we missed that you want to throw out there
1: mm. Chris Bryant will probably get to that with player pops. Yeah. Uh we, we keep saying that he's gonna have a big day while he has good history against Maley. We'll talk about that coming up a little bit later. Yes.
0: And all, it seems like all the Cubs that might leave are all kind of going out with a bang this week. Javi and Hey, didn't didn't I tell you
1: yesterday <laughs> wisdom Homer? Yes,
0: and, you did. And, and,
1: but it, it was a I don't think there were odds because he didn't start. It was a pinch hit Homer in the ninth last night. Listen, you should get you minimum <laughs>
0: plus one thousand on pitch hit home runs, you should get. Right, I mean, come on. I mean, that, that, to call that, and he's not even in the starting lineup, that is a, that's a good one. All right, we'll do more baseball later, and we'll look for K-props, home run props, all that kind of stuff. Coming up on the other side, we got to talk some college football. Brett McMurphy of Stadium is going to join us. The college football year is just weeks away. What does Brett think about realignment and the favorites this year in college? football? that's coming up next. This is BetQL Daily on the BetQL Network.